Today on CityCast Las Vegas, things are heating up. Recently, the county issued an ozone warning for the next four months. And not going to lie, I'm a little stressed about it. So we have Kevin McDonald from the Clark County Department of Environment and Sustainability to tell us what an ozone warning is and how worried we should be about Vegas's air quality this summer. It's Wednesday, May 17th. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Kevin McDonald, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me, Vogue. It's great to be here. Yes. So let's, I mean, I was like, oh, yay, you're here. Also, oh, terrible topic. (laughs) Well, I don't know this terrible topic. It gives me an opportunity to to explain to people what's actually going on with our local air quality. Hmm. See, I like your attitude. You can stay. You can come back. Thank you. (laughs) So I know that Clark County has issued an ozone gas warning through September 30th. What does that mean and why did they issue it? Sure. We issued the seasonal ozone advisory. We do this every year from April 1st through September 30th because ground level ozone is at its peak during the summer months. And we'll explain a little bit of that later. Mm-hmm. We've also, the last couple of years, added to that a seasonal wildfire smoke advisory because we've seen more wildfire smoke drifting into Clark County in recent years. And that also impacts ozone formation. Right. The thing everyone complains about, like, oh, look, California this, California that, but now it's like wildfire. (laughs) One more thing from California that's terrible. Sometimes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we get taught that the ozone layer is a good thing, though, like it protects us. But this sounds like something different. So why are ozone gases a problem in this context? It's great that you asked that question. Because, yes, up in the troposphere, I believe it is, the ozone layer protects us from harmful UV rays. So we think of it as a good thing. But now at the ground level where ozone forms, that can be harmful to breathe. And what causes ozone is a chemical reaction. It's when you have volatile organic compounds. Think of anything that puts off a fume, so gas, paint, chemicals. They combine with what's called nitrogen oxides or oxides of nitrogen. Mm -hmm. That's anything that combusts. So think of an engine. uh, Oh, great. Also emissions from factories. Now those two elements combine and cook in the sun and UV rays, and that creates ozone. So you need those three elements. Volatile organic compounds, VOCs, plus oxides of nitrogen, NOx, plus UV rays, that equals ozone. If you remove one of those elements, you can remove ozone. Hmm. So what's in the troposphere, that's just the good stuff. And what we have here on the ground level, it's different because it's mixed with two or three different things. Is that accurate? It's still ozone. But it's different because it's forming here at the ground level. It's not something that's coming up, coming down from the sky necessarily. Typically what's happening here at the ground level is it's created here. So in a city like Las Vegas where we have 1.4, 1.5 million vehicles, I believe, registered vehicles. So we have a lot of cars and those produce ozone pollutants, the precursor that we call it. And so that's a big chunk of it. Huh. Ozone-forming pollutants also transport from other areas. They can transport from California, even from Asia. And we also, when we talk about those volatile organic compounds, 
some of that comes from, is is organic. So the the desert plant life can mm-hmm. create that. So when we talk about ozone, it's important to note that yes, it, it comes from multiple different factors. Now, one of the reasons why ozone is so high in the summertime here is because it's Clark County's geography, topography, and its climate. When you think about where we sit in the world, we're in Southern Nevada, we're to the east, northeast of Southern California, and to the east of Asia, where we will get pollutants coming up from Mm -hmm. them. And then our topography, we're surrounded by mountains all around us. And then we have the climate, so we get the, the heat and the sunlight in the intense sunlight that we get in the summertime. So when those pollutants, they blow in or they're created here locally and they sit here like a inside a bowl. Yes. And so Clark County becomes a perfect oven to cook ozone. That's why ozone is higher in the summertime than it is. We don't have, we don't have an ozone issue in the wintertime. It's only in the summertime. Ah, so the, really that warmth combined with all the different things that are in our air and air from multiple different locations staying, that's the problem. Yeah. Heat plays a factor. It's climate patterns. So like if we don't have winds clearing out the pollutants, they'll just stay in there and it's the sunlight that cooks it. But, you know, heat does play a factor, but it's the UV rays primarily. Mm. And that's why if you watch like what happens over the course of a day, typically ozone's at its lowest point in the morning. And then as it gets hotter and sunnier, it increases. Mm. This doesn't sound great. <laughs> so how how are we impacted by the air quality of our city? Like, what does that look like for somebody living their everyday life in Las Vegas? Well, I think for most of us, it's not as bad as it sounds. I know ozone is our, is our number one challenge when it comes to, to air quality. But it's important to point out that over the last 20 years or so that we've been tracking, that I've been tracking it, ozone has been on the decline. So it, it continues to improve. I'm not saying that we're without challenge. We certainly are. But it is compared to where we were 20 mm. years ago, it's significantly better. Right. But for the average person, it may or may not affect you on any given day. Because like, for example, today, I believe we, we forecast it to be at, at moderate levels, the concentrations of ozone. Now, at moderate levels, somebody with, with breathing sensitivities, so if you have asthma or COPD, if you're an older adult or children or even your pets, they can be impacted by it. On days when we do hit those unhealthy for sensitive groups, or higher ranges, then those the folks, again, with breathing sensitivities definitely want to take note. But we, we like to inform the public as best we can, just so we all can make our best choices. So, for example, if you're a person who likes to go out and take in a run or a walk in the summer, on a high ozone day, you might want to do it early, early in the morning or in the evening when the sun goes down. Or if you're going to be outside, maybe walk instead of jog just to give your lungs a little bit of a break. Keep your windows and doors closed at home and in your vehicle if you're driving hmm. somewhere. Change your air filters out at home and in your vehicle with, with frequency just so they're catching all those pollutants for you. But other than that, you can still go outside. But like I, I know me personally in the summertime, I like to go out and do my cardio at night mm-hmm. just because it's cooler for one. But also by, by the time the sun goes down, then the ozone, if we have high concentrations, they'll be dissipating by then. Right. Typically. So it's really like paying attention to what the heat, changing out your air filters, keeping your windows closed, windows and doors closed. Okay, these are things I can do.
Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. The American Lung Association just gave Clark County an F in its annual air pollution rating. And I know that's partly because we had so many high ozone days, like anything over a 3.3 gets an F. And we had 47 over a three year period. So sounds terrible. But do you think that that rating is fair? No, we don't think that rating is fair. For one, we don't really know what their their grading system is. It's very subjective. What we follow is the EPA's National Ambient Air Quality Standards, NACS for short, and we're not sugarcoating it. We are what's called moderate non-attainment. We're in moderate non-attainment for ozone currently. So we have had several exceedance days over the years. But the, the F grade, we, we don't agree with their grading system at all. We, you'd have to ask them what that means because they're looking at our data just the same as we are. Mm. And if you look at the number of days in a three-year period, I think we're somewhere in the 90, 94, 95% range where they're good to moderate air quality days. And now in recent years, in particular, I'm looking at, at some data here. 2018 and 2021, we had a lot of exceedance days for ozone. Now, when I say an exceedance day, let me explain that for a moment. Okay. According to the EPA's standards, anytime that you have ozone concentrations that are above what's called 70 parts per billion over an eight-hour period in one 24-hour day, when it sustains over that level for eight rolling hours in a day, that's an exceedance. Okay. In 2018, we had 35 exceedance days under the current standard of 70 parts per billion. But if you go back to 2003 under this current standard, it would have been like 62 exceedance days. So I'm not saying 35 is good, but it is an improvement. Again, not sugarcoating it. We, we agreed that we have some air quality issues here that we have to clean up. And that's why we, as the regulatory body, we are leaning on our, the permitted business community here to do their part, make sure they're operating within their, the bounds of their permits. And we're out there every day with, with our compliance officers inspecting and following up on complaints to make sure everyone is, is abiding by those permits. I'm curious, like, how do we measure up against other U.S. cities? That's a great point, a great question, Vogue, because the American Lung Association gives us a failing grade. L.A. County also gives a failing grade in California, and, and their air quality is significantly worse than ours. So they're not the same in our book. So there again, it's, it's kind of a, a subjective grading system. 
That's interesting. It feels like they're handing out Fs like candy. So LA gets an F and Las Vegas and then Clark County gets an F. So, okay. It's a lot of Fs floating around. You you said that, not me. (laughs) But like, what, what is that area where we keep seeing exceedance happening? Good question. Well, like right now, for example, we actually had an exceedance yesterday here in Clark County and it was at the Walnut Rec Center, which is way north and east in Clark County. Yes, I know exactly where it's at. But typically what you're going to see exceedances for ozone are going to be happening kind of coming up like from the southeast and moving up to the southwest, like through the Summerlin area. There's kind of a track it follows. So ozone really will hit the western part of the county harder on any given day than the rest of the county. But like those outlying regions that are areas that we have, like that Walnut Rec, we, we have exceedances there quite a bit. We also have another station out kind of as a monitoring station that kind of is a sounding alarm for us where we're going to see them, but where really nobody lives. But but we'll see those most often, like I said, kind of coming up through the, the south and the, the west. Well, what can residents do to help change our rating? That's a great question, Vogue. I'm glad you asked that because... Again, I've, I've referenced the, the number of vehicles here in Clark County numerous times. And one of the best ways that residents can help reduce ozone is how they operate their vehicles or, how, or, or just how they get around town. So if you have a car, keeping it well-maintained is, is the first step to helping because keep oil changes and keep even the tires balanced and at the proper pressure. If your car is b- burning fuel more efficiently, then it's going to help contribute. Also, just taking fewer trips in your car. So, or, or if you have to run errands, map out your whatever route you're going to take to, to get from point A to point B and, and beyond so you're burning less mm-hmm. fuel. Don't idle unnecessarily. I know that's, that's a hard one, like if you're going to pick up your kids at mm. school. And on a hot day in, in June, that, that might be difficult. But a good example is if you're going to get yourself a, a coffee at Starbucks or at Dutch Brothers – that people like, <laughs> you could, instead of getting in that drive through line, park your car, turn it off, and go up to the walk-up huh. window. That's another way of helping. Also, taking public transportation, whether it's a bus or whether it's even bicycling around town. So just operating your vehicle a little bit more efficiently or parking it. Also, if you're on the market for a new vehicle, consider buying a hybrid or an electric okay. vehicle. The prices are coming down now. And so, and it's a good time to take a look at those as well, because there are a lot of tax incentives around buying an EV. True. It's funny you mentioned keeping your car up too, because we we just did an episode about like, what are your essential rules for surviving in Vegas and maintaining your car, like taking good care of your car is on that list. And I love that now we've got an even extra reason to take good care of your car, which is so that we can decrease the ozone. So that's dope. Yeah, it is. I'm really excited about the electric vehicle part of this too, because as you get more and more popular, that'll help. As we get more gas-burning vehicles off the road, that's certainly going to help because EVs are zero emission. Another one program that we're also launching, we launched this year, is called Smog Free Clark County. Okay. Because if you recall last year, the, the legislature, they closed the classic car loophole. And that's because so, a lot of people were getting classic vehicle plates in their cars because they could get around the smog checks. Mm-hmm. But now, now that every vehicle has to have a smog check, or if you want to have a classic vehicle plate, you have to have classic vehicle insurance and a few other stipulations. So we launched Smog Free Clark County to help people who might need financial assistance 
to get their cars repaired because we don't, the last thing we want to do is jam people up. We want to make sure people can get to and from work, get their kids without a hassle. And we want to make sure they're driving legally. We don't want them to let their, their tags expire. And then that causes a, a whole other problem. So we launched smog free Clark County as a means to get those, those vehicles that can't pass a smog check to get repaired and then they can go get their, their plates and then they'll be running legally and it'll help lower emissions. And we just started that this year. And if they go to smogfreeclarkcounty.com, people can look in the program there. Okay. Yes. I love this, this proactive process. So, I mean, that sounds like, okay, birthed out of legislation, closing a loophole. What else do you think our government should be doing in terms of decreasing our ozone? Well, I think in general, promoting sustainable operations and being a more sustainable community. This kind of dovetails off of this ozone conversation, mm-hmm. but my department, Clark County, we just launched All in Clark County, which is our community sustainability and climate action plan. And even though it wasn't launched specifically to lower ozone, it is a part of the whole conversation because it does address extreme heat and climate change that the impacts of climate change here in Clark County and climate change impacts are definitely contributing to our our air quality issues. The wildfires are getting more and more prevalent and a big reason is climate change. So all in Clark County is our local effort to address those issues. I think if we continue to, to lean into that as a community and with our local governments and, and even our state government, I think that can help improve air quality here in Clark County as well as across Nevada. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like there's been a larger push. And even in the arts community, there's a larger push for sustainability. Talking about that arts integration component when talking about climate change to really give better context to it. So I feel like we're on the right track. Yeah, I hope so. Well, Kevin McDonald, thank you so much for being on CityCast Las Vegas today. We appreciate you. Well, thank you, Vogue. It was really, I really enjoyed this. I appreciate it. Before you go, a little news. What's going on, David? Well, Vogue, our champion Las Vegas Aces and Coach Becky Hammond were each disciplined on Tuesday. According to a press release from the WNBA, the team will lose its first round draft pick in 2025 and Hammond will be sidelined for two games without pay. The penalty stemmed from inappropriate comments Hammond allegedly made to former ace De'Erica Hamby when that player got pregnant and the promise of undisclosed but disallowed benefits. And in happier news, the ongoing campaign to brand the sublimely eclectic businesses near Sahara and Maryland as the historic commercial center takes a huge leap forward tomorrow night. Clark County is throwing a giant free block party with headliner Dead Mouse. The 12,000 lucky folks who snagged tickets before the event sold out will definitely have a story to tell. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care.
Was that good? Yes. We're going to save that part. <laughs> okay. That's going in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave you a lot of those. <laughs>